Thursday, February 23rd. Welcome to the Sports Gloss. I'm Jamal Potts, sitting across from my favorite basketball teacher and yours, Justin Kelly. Say hi to people. Jamal, how are you? Doing well, doing well. What about you? I'm great, pal. Great, pal. Happy to see you. Happy to be in Little Owl, thir- Little Owl Studios on a Thursday. Let's go. Vamos. Let's talk about the dunk contest last weekend. I'm uh, call me Jamal Stradamus mm. because I called it. I told you Mac McClung was gonna do it, and he did it. The pride of Gate City, Virginia, Mac McClung. Call him the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. Uh, Jamal, you picked it. You nailed it. Tell me your thoughts, thinking back on the NBA Saturday night festivities, and uh, your pick and your boy, fellow Virginian Mac McClung winning the dunk contest how'd you feel about it i was elated to see him have the success that i told everyone Mm. he was going to have Mm. a lot of people out there thinking okay this guy whatever he's like iced dunker you see him on youtube he's just this like little 6'2 175 pound white kid whatever whatever he came out that first dunk just changed everything he told everybody look i got two dunks no one's ever seen it's Mm. gonna do wonders gonna blow your mind he came out, jumps over two guys, taps the backboard, reverse. It was amazing. It was a tone setter. It was a tone setter. And you know what? The fact that he landed all his dunks on the first attempt. Huge. Huge. Should have gotten straight 50s all the way across, but got that 149 thanks to Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. I think the dunk contest is back. What say you? Mm. Lisa Leslie, pride of the LA Sparks. I think Mac McClung... <sighs> brought the dunk contest back now we can debate whether or not uh, mac mcclung deserves to be there being a g-leaguer Ooh. right he's not an nba all-star shots fired but neither is trey murphy the third jericho sims they're not you know they're picking people who can do it i mentioned in a previous app I, we i wanted to see shade and sharp there he wasn't there either but mac mcclung man he brought the thunder as you said he nailed every dunk on the first attempt He's a ferocious dunker. He gets off the ground, his upper body, the lower body. It's all there, man. I was really enjoying Mac McClung on Saturday night. I was I was into it. You were in Vancouver, and I'm assuming you were into it too. I was really into it. I was watching and thinking to myself, you know what? They need to can this Jack Harlow reboot of White Man Can't Jump and cast Mac McClung. Ooh. Because he's got some swag. Obviously, he's got bounce but days. And... It's great, man. I feel like what he did really reinvigorated the contest. Like we said, I don't care that he's a G leaguer. Mm-hmm. I don't care that he's, you know, not on on Philly right now. He's got that two way contract. Mm-hmm. I think if he can do it to that extent, let's let's go. And I'm curious about your thoughts. Do you think we should start letting in some other guys off the street? Maybe some other famous YouTube personalities, guys that can dunk because the big guys don't want to take a run at it. John Morant. You know, other guys don't want to tarnish their their rap, I guess. They don't mm. want to go out there and miss a few dunks yeah. and lose a bit of street cred or what have you. They're protecting the brand. What do you think? Should we get, you know, some guys off the street, some some Insta-famous guys out there? Well, that's a, that's a great question, JC. I would say, like, you know, Mac McClung, all of a sudden in my IG algorithm, I'm seeing Mac McClung clips and he's throwing it down with the, the aforementioned ferocity. So so that's an idea. So to, to sort of um, up the ante with the dunk contest, do we need to have like Instagram dunkers versus NBA players who can dunk? Like, does that draw more eyeballs? Does that 
create interest? I mean, I th I kind of think it does. There's something to that. We got sort of like the street ballers, the Instagram guys, versus, you know, in this it was like NBA fringe players and Mac McClung is is both of those categories. And man, did he ever put on a show? Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a big difference between the guys that go out there and they're all-stars and they have a certain game catered to the NBA and guys that are just human highlight reels. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Dominique Wilkins. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's it's worth just kind of casting a wide net and seeing what we come up with. Yeah, yeah. In the previous app, we talked about how sort of MJ and Dominique carved a path. Vince Carter with It's Over, ladies and gentlemen, kind of solidified their reps with the dunk contest and... You know, if, if sort of uh, NBA superstars aren't going to do that, then maybe we need we do need to sort of expand our reach. And it's a TV show. It it's is, entertainment. Yeah, it you is. want more eyeballs on your product on a Saturday night in the kind of a post Super Bowl world. And I feel like we have some guys that are not getting that much shine. Why not put them on that stage and see what they can do? I'd rather see an amazing dunk contest with like a bunch of no name dudes than a subpar contest with a bunch of fringe guys and a bunch of missed attempts now mac mcclung from gate city virginia gate city tell me where gate city is please population around 2000 southwest corner of va i believe it's a 276 if you know your area codes and he it's a small town it's like right there next to tennessee you know blink and you miss it mm. kind of a vibe you know he came through that he's got some amazing records in the state of virginia despite being in this kind of you know podunk town i don't know how many stoplights they got yeah but yeah he scored 47 in Ooh. the state championship game which eclipsed uh jj reddick's uh standing record there because jj reddick is from roanoke virginia if you didn't know and then also he set the single season scoring record in the state of virginia for high school basketball you know who he uh who he took down I have a guess, but I got some insider intel. Someone from Virginia Beach? Yes, sir. One Allen Iverson. Hey, okay. Not too shabby. AI. Not too shabby at all. So the, the kid's got a rep. Gate City doesn't really have a rep, and he's put it on the map, and I bet there's a few eBay Gate City jerseys floating around right now that are, are hot. I love how he repped where he's from, and at the end there in the dunk contest, he threw on the Gate City jersey, man. If I was there, I'd throw on the Black Creek jersey, and I'd do the same damn thing, man. Rep where you're from. Be proud of where you're from, if you are. And and good on him, man. I I, I really like that. I really like that. That's some what time is it? <laughs> I think it's Dame time? <laughs> it's always Is Dame that what the time. kids say? It's always Dame time. I'm tapping my watch, uh -huh. for those of you at home who can't see. Man... I want to talk three-point contest. Three-point contest. Came out. Third time's a charm. He did it. Had the Weber State jersey. We're talking about Gate City jersey. He had the Weber State jersey on back in, in Utah, which is a familiar setting for Dame, which just seems so weird to say out loud. Pride of Oakland, California. Pride of Oakland, yeah. Yeah. But um, he came out. He won. My guy, Kevin Herter. I, well, I was I was rooting for Dame, but I said Herter's going to take it. Herter yeah. put a hurt on my wallet because Oy. he didn't do it. A damn thing. Yeah. What about your guy healed? Uh, buddy healed. No, he won. He made it to the second round, maybe the third. Yeah, he was. He was okay. Yeah, buddy healed. He was okay. Man, yeah. I mean, Dame was the show there, right? Like Dame is so incredible in crunch time. Crunch time, especially from deep. And he, it's it, you know, we're just talking about Mac McClung, a G leader winning the dunk contest. It's kind of nice to see like a 
top five, top ten NBA player, you know, winning a skills comp and just putting everyone on notice like, hey, put a rack of balls in front of me and I'll go 25 for 20, you know, 23 for 25, no problem. Clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the game? Not a goddamn second. I stand <laughs> by it. I didn't watch one second of the NBA All-Star Game Live. Not a second, JC. Nope. Uh-uh. I watched about three and a half minutes of that thing. It was trash. It was poor. Uh-uh. A poor product on a Sunday night after that Post Malone concert that Ooh, I didn't know was, was happening. Yeah, that was rough. I did love that in Utah, though. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, it was... Um, my boy Mac McClung um, intro post Malone. I just gotta say he had the best time of his life. Mac McClung's living the dream, man. I think well, he made more money winning the dunk contest. I saw than he's made career earnings playing ball. Jeez. But but back to the Sunday night, which was a debacle. It was it was bad, man. Giannis was injured. We we learned that he's got a wrist injury on a shooting hand, so he only played like literally twenty seconds. And then LeBron wasn't that invested as well. Yeah, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown at various points were playing uh, one-on-one like mm-hmm. we posted on Instagram. Sure. Sure, Tatum scored the, the record with 55 points in the game, but really, does anyone care? Do you care, JK? I do not care, man. I don't... doesn't... No, no. As I said in the previous app, the All-Star Games do nothing for me. They, there's nothing there. There's There's very limited interest from my perspective. In that moment, watching Jalen Brown go Bears versus Jason Tatum in sort of a one-on-one setting is, I guess that's kind of interesting, but that's not enough to make me tune in on a on a Sunday night at 7 o'clock Pacific. No, I got, I got no interest in that, pal. I'm with you. They got to do something to fix this. I don't know what it is right now, but they got to do something. So here's the thought. So how about USA versus the rest of the world in mm. that game does that add add a little bit not not a, a, too much but does that add a little bit of intensity to it to have spoken like a true hockey fan by the way thank you to to, uh, to have the USA versus the world we've got these great Europeans now we've got the Joker we've got Luca we've got the great Canadians if I do say so as you know SGA I don't know, Wiggins, Wiggins, Jamal Murray. Sure, Jamal Murray was who I was looking for. Does that add a little bit of intrigue if we have USA versus the world in the All-Star game? I think it does. I'd like to see that, shake things up a bit. The You know, one could argue that the world team is is way superior right now. Probably win the game. Best three players in the league right now might be, in no particular order, Giannis, Jokic, and Luka. Hmm. So you get those guys on a squad. Good the Canadian point. squad is going to be really formidable. I don't know when the next, um, off the top of my head, I apologize, I don't know when the next Olympics are, but I got to think that they're uh, in the medal contention easily, just sure. on paper, sure. everybody's healthy. So I, I'd love it. Just spice things up a bit. I think there's some, some pride there. I think maybe some of the young guys in the USA team, uh, sorry, of that the all-star game would step up and, and want to meet the challenge. And you saw like a quote or a thing on IG the other day where um, LeBron blocked Shea's shot. And Shea was saying LeBron wasn't playing defense the whole game. And then he decides he wants to block my shot now. Sure. So sure. I think there's some spice there. I think there's some fieriness. I would love to see that. I mean, Canada's always trying to show up USA, right? Well, and we're climbing the ladder in hoops, Jamal. We are climbing the ladder, yeah. No, I think that'd be fun. I think the combination of the Europeans and the Canadians, I think that would add, like I said, a little bit of intrigue to the game. I think it'd be 
much more digestible. More people would tune in in the fourth quarter if it was close. And I'm in that much more than whatever that dross was on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. So Adam Silver, if you're listening, because we know you are, yeah. I know you are the those ears are listening. Follower number one of the sports class, fix it. Yeah, fix with, it. With that, let's take a break. Let's take a break. The Sports Gloss. We're back with Justin and Jamal, February 23rd. Jamal, you know, we're right in that soft spot in the sporting season. NBA, NHL hasn't really ramped up yet. The Super Bowl has just been completed, and, and here we sit. MLB season is still in spring training. <laughs> My interest turns to, because, you know, it's near and dear to me, and I find it more interesting than most, but, like, the MLS season is about to start. The Vancouver Whitecaps are about to start on Saturday night, 7.30 Pacific. Let's versus go. Real Salt Lake. My goal this year with you on this pod is to turn you into a moderate Vancouver Whitecaps supporter. Oh. We're going to take the pod to a game. We're going to explore that popcorn couple of... 1250 tall boys let's do the damn thing <laughs> i'm into the white caps i've been into the white caps since 2009 when they came into the league jamal the mls has teams all over canada and the u.s it's a growing league it's a bit of a pyramid scheme if we're being honest <laughs> with the expansion of the league but yeah eh, that's an aside um why should people listening to our podcast care about the mls Great question. You should care about the MLS because it's grassroots sports. It is. We're at the peak of soccer in Canada, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. We're just coming off of the first appearance in the World Cup for the men's national team since 1986. That's significant. We got Alfonso Davies, who is a Whitecap alum. Mm -hmm. And that speaks volumes right there. The fact that he went through the academy plays for Bayern Munich, now has won a European, um, sorry, a UEFA Champions League trophy. The He's, Champions! Such a great song, isn't it? Yeah. It just gives you chills every time. Yeah. Um, he's, he's won that trophy. He's been on the world's biggest stage in the World Cup. That's fresh in our minds. These are the stars of tomorrow. These are the guys that are our neighbors, our, our cousins, a brethren. <laughs> a brethren. The, the, you're right about the, the grassroots angle, and I agree with that because Alfonso Davies is an example of that. He was he was playing with the Whitecaps residency program, I don't know, 13 to 15. He was playing with the Whitecaps first team at 16, Wild. which is crazy, crazy. So it is grassroots. But in the same breath, what's cool about Major League Soccer, the MLS, is that um, he was playing at 16 against um, aging pros who had been pro soccer players for a long time, you know, making big salaries. So it is it is in the same sense grassroots and also like a premier league, you know. It's the it's established fifth, product. Is it ever? I mean, it's the fifth most popular sort of air quotes big time sport in north america right i know it's bigger in other countries but that's probably where it sits on the north american sporting landscape and and that's pretty cool you've got you know i was looking today 
the minimum salary in the MLS is 65,000 a year. And there's guys like Chicharito and uh, Michael Baldass, Michael Bradley. <laughs> I mean, these guys are making 6 million a year, 8 million a year. Like this disparity in, in the salary structure is crazy. So it is, it is both grassroots, as you said, and also, you know, I want the Whitecaps to bring in an aging European superstar in the Zlatan mode. Apparently, Messi's coming to Miami FC for 40 million a year. I want an aging superstar to come from Europe, play two years poorly for the Whitecaps, and just draw those <laughs> eyeballs. And man, that would make me so happy because I, the Whitecaps have this buzz that people don't realize how great it is. It's a huge market, the biggest market in Western Canada, obviously. And then as well, like you said, you have Toronto and, and Montreal, but on this coast, they have a, a, a nice rivalry with Seattle and Portland. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing going. And as well, it's just, I mean, I, I like you said, like I'd rather go to a Whitecaps game than a Canucks game. Here, here. There's a lot going on. We're on the up to right now. As we said, Canada is having a great soccer moment. So let's bask in that and, and have a good time. And building before building towards 2026 when the, the World Cup's going to be in North America and Canada, all over the U.S. and Canada. Man, I, I think it's great, man. I'm into soccer. I wasn't like a big soccer guy. I said to you earlier, there was times in my life when I was rooting for European clubs. I got into Liverpool for a while. but Yuck. I di- yeah, and, and to be honest, I felt a little bit fraudulent. Like, I didn't love it. And that's why... When the Whitecaps came about, man, that's why I've been all in. I think it's 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 close, you know, whatever the team is closest to you, you can reach out and touch it. Let's assume that tickets and accessibility is a little bit more affordable. The league is growing like crazy. Matthew McConaughey down in Austin FC, like <laughs> clapping with the fans, barking with them. All right, all right, all right. You know what? That's cool. It's a growing league. I think the MLS is great. Here in Victoria, we have Pacific FC. Having those higher levels like the MLS in North America just builds the infrastructure to have the lower levels, the championship levels, and and obviously the women's league, which you talked about in episode two, man. I'm into the MLS. I played soccer to like, you know, like grade nine, but I'm into I'm into North American soccer and I think it's great, man. We were talking about visual representation last week. It's the same kind of vibe, like you said, being able to go to Langford and see Pacific FC or being able to jump across the water and go see Vancouver Whitecaps. That is special. That's significant. Our kids can go. They can see, hey, you can be the next Alfonso Davies. Maybe sure. probably not because he's super fucking fast. Yeah. But, but you can dream, right? We dream big. And having something, like you said, that's tangible really is special and it is going to grow that interest so that when whoever comes to town or in the region and the vicinity in 2026 people are going to be invested right are they ever so i think that is really special and also sometimes i like to think too like why should i really care you talked about being a liverpool fan why should i care about liverpool sure like we've been kind of inundated with the capitalism and the colonialism of being you're going there. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to dive in for a moment, dip my toe in the water, see how hot it is. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that we're kind of sucking on that teat of just like, you know, I'm a Manchester United fan. I'll admit that, Mm -hmm. but we know these names of these guys from United, Chelsea, Arsenal, et cetera, but we might not know 
the you know right back for the Whitecaps, and sure. it's a bit of a travesty, really. Sure, it's your hometown team, um, and we're we're kind of gravitating to things that we can't really touch. And like we said, I'm not from you know North London. I can't ride for Tottenham or whatever. I don't know really in my bones what it feels like Everton versus Liverpool. Nor on can Sunday. I. Agreed. Good. Yeah, point. but I can tell you the vibes and like the feelings when you get Vancouver against Seattle or like Portland's sawing that fucking wood or whatever heck they yeah, do heck yeah yeah like that resonates pull out the with chainsaw me. and cut off the round that's cool shit <laughs> timber yeah but yeah so it's just a lot of just kind of north american pride and i think why not support your local team right and and that gap has that gap has closed that the difference between you know the english premier league in, insert top tiers in european football the that the, there once was a place where the purist would say, oh, the you know the MLS doesn't compare to those leagues in Europe, but that that gap has shrunk, and the MLS is now close to a lot of those leagues, right? Like that's a real thing. So I don't that's I don't, yeah. I don't really I don't really you know ride with that idea anymore, and I think it's closer than people realize, and support these teams right if you live in these communities support these teams because you take your family out and watch these games i think you're gonna have a great time and not only that you're gonna be surprised with the speed the physicality oh yeah it's funny because you think you know you watch the world cup and you see a lot of people complaining about like maybe i'm just gonna pick on the italian team or well they didn't make it so i'm doubly picking on them Mm -hmm. but you know you see some of these certain teams that they play the ref argentina won but Argentina was a bit two-faced, you know, they were easy, but then they all kind of group assaulted the ref if they wanted a call and wanted a card out of something. So there's that kind of soccer that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But I think the North American soccer and like the UK as well, like it's akin to some of our roots in hockey, American football, rugby. It's a bit rougher game. You can see some of the athletes. These guys are legit athletes sprinting, stopping, changing pace jumping also, heading also. the ball like all the timing that's involved the skill to hit a round ball with your foot and get it to go where you want it to go if you've ever tried you have a scope of knowledge of how difficult that is sure I and mean, also like these guys like we were talking about davies that are running like four three forties mm. so these guys are great athletes they're playing two three times a week as well putting their body through the ringer and to be up close and personal and see that skill level it's exciting it is really exciting and if you get up close and personal to see the vancouver whitecaps this year jamal which you and i will hopefully do i want you to take a look at their manager <laughs> why <laughs> i'll t- <laughs> uh vanny sartini the manager of the whitecaps got the job halfway through last year interim tag taken over after that he's since been hired for a couple of years is that his government name i think it is uh, it's Lucy's an italian cat he oh man so he wears these these jeans he wears <laughs> denim on the sidelines oh, it's so um interesting you love it yeah i love it you know, some coaches wear the 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 like the suits, the nice suits. Other coaches wear the track suits of their club. Not Vanny, man. Vanny's in there with like the free give out handout T-shirt for everyone in the crowd. First fifteen thousand get the T-shirt. He wears it. Man of the people. The man of the people, which I kind of like and respect. He's also wearing the free T-shirt handout and like you know those pair of bootlegger jeans I bought at the Driftwood Mall. <laughs> In 1999, like it's a real, 
it's an interesting collab. It is. I'll give it to him. I'm still <laughs> navigating. I like his hoots, but the guy's good energy. He seems to be a good coach. Whitecaps finished 11th last year. They've added a new DP. Uh, Cavallini's gone. But we'll see. Like, but Vanny Sartini, he's got some, he's got some intrigue, and um, you know, his I'm, denim, I'm, his denim on the sidelines keeps me guessing. I'm in now. Just the for pure Vanny watch. I'm in. Oh, Vanny. Yeah, and he's an emotional guy. He's he's, he he's swinging and singing on the sidelines during the games. Right? It's a bit. It's a bit dicey. <laughs> It's a bit dicey. I'm in. I'm in. I'm going to watch Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. Real Salt Lake. All the listeners out there, get into an MLS club. Go to a game. Some of the stadium experiences are incredible. You talked about Seattle and Portland, Jamal. Oh, man. The, uh, I haven't been to either of those stadiums in an MLS capacity, but, God, I want to. They look incredible, incredible. The atmosphere looks unreal. Vibes, for sure. When huh? I see it on TV, it comes through, for sure. Yeah, I feel you. That's it for this week's pod. We had a few technical issues, so we kept it short and sweet with a mini pod. We hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back next week, and I'm going to start talking about tennis as we get closer to the sunshine double of Indian Wells and Miami. As well, we're moving into March, so that means some March Madness talk. College basketball is on the way. Follow us. Subscribe. We're on Instagram at the Sports Gloss. Check out our content there. And this weekend, when the going gets tough, remember, do whatever you have to do to survive and advance. Enjoy your week, y'all. Peace.